0: Eventually, if you want your business to grow and and have an amazing business, you're gonna have to let go of control of certain parts of the business. And this particular role, the COO integrator role, is the hardest part for us to let go. Um, we started with with you know s- certain divisions and stuff like that, but running the whole company, oh man, that took us a while to get to that point where, where we're able to get over that fear of letting someone else run the company besides ourselves.
1: Yeah, because no one does things exactly how we would do it it was our vision you know there are companies but um ideally and we're getting to that point somebody else is going to run it better than you if, oh, that, if that's what better. they do yeah, yeah. so it's just uh, understanding that you're listening to the ordinary guys extraordinary wealth podcast hosted by us sam prim and
0: lucas walls investors entrepreneurs and best friends Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money.
1: Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth.
0: If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. That rhymes, but the emphasis isn't quite right. Hello, welcome to the show. Oh, I like it. Hello, welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. Nice. Let's go, bro. Yo. You a jabroni.
0: Uh, I was just going to say,
1: hello. Oh. All right. <laughs> My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And in order to grow, you must let go. Of the robe. That's that's what I want to talk about today is letting go of the rope. And there's an interesting analogy that I will try and say that you might remember better. But in this episode, Luke's and I are going to talk about our three main businesses. Yep. We have a few different other side little things we do, but our three main income and wealth producing businesses that we own, we own them 50-50, but we are going to talk about how we have hired people to run the show. Like Luke's and I are, you know, the I guess CEOs owners, visionaries, whatever you want to call it, but we have people literally running every single aspect of the day-to-day. Everybody in both of these companies reports up to somebody that's not you and I. One person from each of these companies reports to us, everybody else reports to them. So I just think it's interesting to talk about how you know the elevate and delegate kind of thing that if you want to grow companies and create multiple companies, you're going to have to eventually let go of the rope, you're going to have to eventually let go of the power and control and let somebody else run it for you.
0: Yes. And um, like Sam said, one main person that runs our, our three main businesses, um, You we will refer to these people either as a COO, Chief Operating Officer, or an integrator. Um, that's more of an internal use. But um, these type of people are excellent operators and excellent leaders and managers of people. Um, that's what they're great at. Um, the operating side is, is probably what... Um, Sam and I lack, for the most part. Um, especially I, me. Especially Sam. Yeah, I'm. I'm a have a little more operator in me than than Sam does. But uh, like the title says, our three main businesses. How we do not run them. Uh, if if we went away for the next month, two months, three months, these businesses would still continue to run. Um, over time, they would they would probably suffer to a degree because the the growth mindedness and um, the culture and stuff—that's where that's where Sam and I come in and and help the businesses grow uh, while we have really good operators running the day to day.
1: Yeah, and it's a little bit unique. We're not—they would run still without us, but you know, like you said, the growth and the culture, and that's kind of what we focus more on. So that's—it's good to have a little bit of both. I don't think we can, or definitely don't want to, fully step away. But it's nice to have a little bit of arms length between us and the businesses, so we can. Think of the future. Work, you know, on the business, not necessarily in it as much. If you have somebody that can just keep everything rocking and rolling, run smoothly, while you have somebody else focusing on the bigger picture, I think that's ideal scenario as opposed to somebody trying to do it all.
0: Yeah, I mean, and when we first get got started, this was this is a pipe dream, right? We we were busting our ass, working eighty hours a week, and thought we had to do it all. And uh, so it was a nice kind of um, realization. Uh, to be able to structure the businesses this way, to you know, give up some of the profit, but but who cares? We're happier, we're healthier, and the businesses are going to grow at a much more rapid pace. Uh, with these uh, COOs in would place, would you rather have half of a watermelon or an entire grape? Uh, half of a watermelon, please.
1: Well, I guess it depends if you like watermelon or not, and if well, there's who does not, not like
0: watermelon. Yeah, I not you very don't. Many.
1: I do. Oh, I oh said my I not very gosh. many people, especially put a little vodka in there, little Tito's. Yeah, little Freedom Spirits in there.
0: Yeah. Or shadowy. <laughs> um so uh
1: all right. So I don't Sold remember what total book, I don't remember what book this is for from, Lucas. Is it is it uh traction or is it good to great traction where the Letting the biology, yeah. So vine. Do, do you know the story a little bit better than I do, or do you want me to try? I don't uh, know. why don't
0: you give it a go and I'll add some color? All right.
1: So basically one of the books we read, which is how we structured our entire company based off this book, Traction, by Gino Wickman, and it's just an analogy of like an entrepreneur that wants to do it all, they're climbing a vine. And they're wanting help, and they're climbing, and I—that's I, all I remember about the story. They're, he's climbing a vine. <laughs> Gosh,
0: I, not much color to add to that. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's about you know letting go control, right? Is the the the, the premise? Is anybody of else it. up there? Primus I remember that it. part. Yeah, I don't know who's climbing what. I don't know. But the the thought is uh eventually, if you want your business to grow and, and have an amazing business, you're gonna have to let go of control of certain parts of the business. And this particular role, the coo integrated role, is the hardest part for us to let go. Um we started with with you know. St- certain divisions and stuff like that, but running the whole company, oh man, that took us a while to get to that point where, where we're able to get over that fear of letting someone else run the company besides ourselves. Yeah, because no one does
1: things exactly how we would do it. It was our vision, you know, there are companies, but um ideally and we're getting to that point, somebody else is going to run it better than you if oh, that, that's what better. they do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just uh, understanding that. And I think the the analogy that we Totally screwed up that I guess you don't know the story that well either, how to like word it. But like, he's climbing a rope and he's wanting help. <laughs> stop with the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to stop. I don't know. It's a vine and yeah. he, they say they need help. And somebody says, just let go of the rope. And he just says, trust me. Like, and just he, trust. Just let go of the
0: rope. And, and he falls in a cloud. And he hears
1: something and he's like, is there anybody else up there? Because even oh, though yeah. obviously he's got confirmation that there's somebody else there. That's check the beanstalk you're thinking of. No, that's part of that story. All right. Anyways. All right. So let's go into the businesses. Let's talk about how they're structured a little bit, who's running them, and, you know, you know, kind of lessons learned, and I guess some some strengths of letting these people run these companies because these are all incredible operators, uh, COOs, integrators, whatever you want to call them. So, the first company we're going to talk about is Faster House, and that is ran by Mr. Phil Blackwood. We're going to not quite, or actually, if we talk about houses, not transactions, going to you know buy and sell about three hundred houses this year. And that company has how many employees? Twenty. Eh,
0: right. It. 18 to 20. Right, about 20-ish employees. a little bit.
1: The 20 employees, um, so that's a big company, a big, small company. Yeah. Um, 20 employees, 300 houses, and everybody rolls all the way up to Phil Blackwood, and that's kind of the one that you're more of the visionary for. So why don't you talk a little bit about how that works and how that came to be? Because you used to be the integrator COO, the operations manager, you used to do a lot of different hats in that company.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now you
1: wear one, and that big, stupid head of yours just right. a Right.
0: Like 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 I said earlier, you know I have some operator in me. So the day to day stuff I, I can do. It's just not my my happy place. Um, I can I can still help out as needed, but um, I feel like my my talents and skill sets are better suited in other parts of the business and kind of kind of guiding the team and ha- helping the, the team elevate and keeping the awesome morale around the office. That's go what, to that's your what happy place
1: at. from Happy Gilmore. I just got that when he puts he goes to his happy place, and his name's Happy. Mm. I just got that double entendre.
0: Love it. Keep going. Don't get. To, don't get. I just derailed it. Anyway, so um, the, the divisions of our flipping business: we have marketing. We have a director of marketing reports directly to to Phil. Sales: we have a director of sales that reports directly to Phil, and then the sales team has like uh, seven people that report to the director of sales. Um, going over to operations: we have a director of operations supports directly to Phil, and a couple people report to the to to that person. We have a project management arm with a couple of project managers. Um, well, sorry, we have a director of construction, reports directly to Phil with a project manager and a retail agent under there. And then we have the accounting team. We have uh, um, our controller and our, our staff accountant who uh, reports to both Phil and I. So that's how that's kind of set up. And then just just Phil and I kind of talk, make sure we're on the same page. And uh, it's been it's been working well. We uh, all all three of these people that we're going to talk about have have come from somewhere within our network. We knew them before. This is such an important role. It's very challenging to put out an Indeed ad and find the right person for this role. I believe so. These people we, we knew before, and in Phil's case, uh, he worked multiple different positions within the company before he elevated to to COO. So, uh, like I said, big operations guy, great at numbers. Um, He's, uh, has some, uh, tenacity in him, loves to get stuff to the finish line. So, uh, he's in a, he's in a really good spot right now and is doing a great job leading that team.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, uh, important. So you have other companies to run and grow and new companies were starting. And so I, you spend time in that company, uh, more than I do, obviously that's kind of the one that you're, I don't know if that's obvious or not for the people that don't know us, but you spend more time in that company, but still you're in there, you're in meetings and, but you're have a one, one-on-one, you know, are you're one-on-one with the, uh, our controller. That's for all the companies. But you're yeah. one-on-one. You only have one, and that's with Phil. He yeah. has one-on-ones with everybody that you just mentioned. So Correct. it's a good way for him to still fill you in on what's going on, yeah. any fires that need your opinions or any really cool things that he wants you to know. But other than that, it's what's working or not, moving on to the other departments. So yep. I love that. So company two is Faster Freedom, which we're the Faster Freedom Show. It's our education brand. We have over 2 million followers on socials, over 800 students, and we have – over $175 million of real estate owned in our mentorship between the coaches and the students. How Damn. cool is that? $175 million.
0: Is that what uh, the post was for the other day? You got added that Yesterday, up? Yesterday, yep. That's great. 800,
1: uh, almost 900 doors and $175 million owned. And not everybody even responded. So my guess is it's well over 1,000 doors and probably close to $200 million owned Man. in our immediate Paid mentorship, it's paid. Yeah. Um, but in our, uh, the, the students and the coaches have almost 200 million owned real estate. That's crazy.
0: That is crazy. When you think, I think it'd be cool to track when we cross a, a billion yeah. for that. Yeah, awesome. I think in a couple of years we'll be there. Um, so the person who runs
1: that is Matthew Sieb or Steve or Dubs. There's a lot of different names for him, but he runs that and he is doing an incredible job. It's a newer company. Faster Freedom has been around about two, two and a half years. And the first year, or two, it was a break-even, you know, slightly profitable company. We had, you know, a mastermind and trying to grow social media, and it was a little bit of a mess. And coinciding with growing an audience, coinciding with, you know, having Matt come aboard and get things streamlined because I was trying to do everything in that company. We're a very profitable company now. We have a lot of students that pay us uh, money to learn how to create wealth. They pay us a little bit of money to learn how to become millionaires. It's a win-win for everybody. But the fact that we have eight hundred students means we're, we're making a pretty good profit and you know, as you can see, our students own almost 200 million in real estate. So they're making profit and creating wealth as well. If you have, this isn't really a plug for that. We should probably plug that more, but we don't. But if you have interest in that, just DM me on Instagram. I can let you know more about the mentorship at Sam faster freedom on Instagram, but Matt runs that. And you got an inside and outside perspective because you were very involved and then hadn't been involved for a little while, but seeing somebody that has that operator mindset and somebody that has that organization and that, you know, operator mindset, I guess the best way to put it that's helped that company a little bit for
0: sure and I think it's a it's a class is letting go of the vine do we was that this episode we talked about yes okay sorry you
1: you that was like eight minutes ago All your right. little your little mind therapy thing got you
0: but I think it's a it's a perfect example of that um because you were both the integrator and the, the visionary for this company and was a uh, about um, the best it, integrator and even it took you a while to understand that we needed a true integrator. So and, and that's that's natural. That's fine. Like of, of course, we want to run our own companies that we that we built and started. So uh, but since Sam has let it go of that vine, um, the company is, um Uh, Makes more money, number one, and is able to provide so much more value to uh, to our students and and mentors.
1: Yeah, part of it was me being stubborn. Part of it was us not making any money. Hiring somebody where you're not making any money, these you know, having somebody
0: you flat out can't. It's not a good idea. Yeah, somebody don't do that.
1: I think in 2020, the beginning of 2020, I think the first six months of the year we made money three months and lost money three months. So it was you can't afford it. And I was a little stubborn, but it was just like we couldn't afford that person. And now. Some months this year, we've made more money in one month than we made in two years combined. Yeah. Um, with the first
0: two years of the company, and, and we were netting, you know, somewhere in between, I don't know, eight to ten grand a month in that company, right? I mean, the first year we made forty grand, so not even that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we didn't have much leftover profit to be able to pay an integrator. It Took us to pretty much break even. If um, so, so I, I, I think you're you're onto something there. You, you you need to suck it up and get it done. In, uh until you're able to afford it uh, that person even if it takes you back to break even that's fine especially if you have some other income sources like like we did but um you don't want to go negative that's no. just, it's just not a good idea well that's
1: kind of the decision we made when when we hired Matt and he took over we were still at that 10 to 20,000 a month yeah. so we
0: were you
1: know we not to break even but it took us to very not much profit, yeah, um, right to, to say a
0: sentence. Yeah, a not couple loss months this is a couple little profit months, like pretty much break even over but the course then, of the first, but then, yeah, what do you think? How many months six, was seven months, six of months of with him, Matt? Man. Yeah, probably
1: five months. Yeah, so yeah. as soon as he got his understanding of the business and got everything structured and streamlined, and I was able to focus on creating better content and creating a incredible program Our mentorship program, again, we're not really pushing it, but it's five weekly coaching calls, uh, 350 videos. Now resources, a Facebook group that has over almost 200 million in real estate owned by the members. So it's an incredible product, but I, I didn't really create that product until I had the time to spend on it, which is a visionary, like bigger picture type of thing. So he could run the integrator part of it. Um, why don't you talk about our third company, Midwest property group that is run by, I got to say his name because I love it by Richard frock. There you go. He said, "Did you?" He said that his wife, his wife's family, still calls him Frock. Yeah. Even though they're all Frocks now, it's yeah, <laughs> funny. funny she calls him Frog it well, be like, it'd be like, well, Ash, she's calling you Walls. I'd be like, Robin, calling you Walls.
0: Well, I think uh, our friend Andrew is an acquisition manager for us. I think his wife calls him Bert, and her yeah, last name is Bert now. I don't think the, the, and he I, calls her Jones. Yeah, but I don't think his, uh, I don't think her parents call him Bert, which is funny. No, Andrew. Yeah, but Frock. All right, we could go down a rabbit hole there, but we're yes. not. Dick um, Frock, talk about him. So third, third main pillar uh, of our of our whole business is our our rentals, and that's where it all started for us in 2014. Uh, 15. <laughs> when we bought our first rental. So that this particular company is, um, you know, it, it buys houses. It. Fixes up houses. It executes the burst strategy, but it also manages um, all of our stuff on the back end. So um, it's kind of like a construction property management company all into one. Got got to line up financing. Um, got to be able to to work with banks and execute the refi, set up appraisals, all all the stuff. So there's there's a lot going on in that company. Uh, we have forty two million dollars worth of real estate. That does include our uh, office building here, um, but that particular company has about $281,000 of a rental income a month. Most of our stuff has mortgages on it or, or debt of some sort. That's just the stage of the our, our career that we're in as as we are growing. We've paid off five houses or four houses now? Four houses.
1: Four, yeah, it's, it's, it's over a million in paid off houses or closer to this Yeah,
0: close yet. to a million in paid off houses, um, which will increase the cash flow over time. This is a business that was the last business that we let go of the vine of. You know, I've been operating as the integrator or COO for this business for a long, long time. And um, it's fun, fun business, great team. But in order to grow all three of our businesses as a whole and start maybe start something else here uh, in the very, very near future, uh, we knew we had to let go of that vine and hire an, an. operator with excellent leadership skills that could be able to lead that team better than i can because my capacity is is uh you know i was maybe spending half my time on that your cup overfloweth. yes and now now richard frock is able to spend a hundred percent of a time and, and that's not only he's able to spend more time but he's better at the time that he's spending so um yeah it's been a huge help for us it's only been a couple months in but uh, i think we're going to really start to see the fruits of that, similar time frame that uh, it took for, for Matt Sieb to get up and running in faster freedom. Yeah, and
1: Richard is uh, our friend from college, your really close friend from college and uh, engineering school with you, so you yep. knew him very well. Um, he was, you know, working for a local company and engineer running all the engineers for, you know, Missouri, former military. So yeah. these are people that we know, um, Matt, we didn't know as well, but he's really good friends with Phil, the guy who runs faster, yep. faster freedom. But I knew him, uh, you know, met him several times before we hired him. So they are people that we know and trust. And I think that's a big part of it. For Letting go sure. you with know the vine. It's gotta be the right person that you
0: trust. Yeah, People that we know and trust and, and know they fit the core values, number one, but we also know they have the skill set to be and, and it's really just two things excellent operator and excellent leader. And uh, leader is probably the most important part. That's probably 50% of the job is making sure everybody else on the team is supported and doing their jobs.
1: Yes. And, and having a, a level of trust. And I think I know that all three of them, especially Matt and Phil, you know, they have, it's a, it's hard at times for them. And it's our job to, A, um, you know, support them where they need to be and mm-hmm. B, don't want to sound negative here, but like let them screw up and learn from it. Yeah. Not let them, but just you know, things like that happen. And that that's all right. They've, Matt and Phil are, and Frock just started, but they're they're crushing it, and they're gonna just gonna get better and better to think how good they're doing now, how much better they're gonna be in a year or two, which-
0: for sure. And these are absolute rock stars. Yeah. I don't I don't know if we've said that enough, but uh it's not just anybody that can do these roles. they it's a very high-level position, uh, positions, and uh, it, it they need to be to be able to run. Uh, The type of uh, companies that we have now and that we want to grow.
1: Yeah, I think that, and that's part of, maybe part of the reason why some of it has taken so long. We got to find the right person. Yeah. So, random thought of the day to day walls is um, not really that crazy, but I was just looking them up, trying to find some, and I obviously look up random thoughts and ones that I actually think are kind of random and weird, but X and Y is using algebra more than English.
0: Nice. Can I give you a quick algebra problem to see if you can solve it? Yes. Super simple. Okay. 2X equals 8. What am I? 2x equals 8. What does x equal?
1: X equals. You put the 2 divided 4. No, you put the 2. The 2 8 divided by 2, 8 divided by 2 is 4. So x equals
0: 4. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. You. You not have got that. I'm so happy. I'm you so happy You got that. I didn't mean to like put you on a spot like that. But uh, we'll we'll stick with the simplicity of that.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> put the right emphasis. Nice job, dude. That was a good thought process. I did it.
0: You probably haven't had a math class in, in minute, 20 years. <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, nice job, bud. Thanks. So um, X and Y in algebra and not English.
1: Well, it's just X and Y is more common in algebra than it is in English. Just not in very many words. Yeah. I guess Y is a little bit, but I mean, X yeah. isn't.
0: My son's in kindergarten, right? And we you um, really digging into letters and learning how to read and all that. So uh, we go through his letters every night on A through Z, and he goes um, – he says the letter. He says a – a word that starts with that letter, then he says the sound. So for A, it would be like A, apple, ah. B okay. would be like B, boy, ba. Or B, B, boy. No, B, B, buh. <laughs> okay. Get it? Because it's a B?
1: Like the animal? Or oh, the, the B, insect? B, B, yeah.
0: B Yep. So, but when we get to X, it's like, what do you... Xylophone. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, yeah nobody uses an X. There's Even a Y, it's like... A, Uh, What does he use? I don't know. Yellow? Yellow or yarn or yak. Might be yak. Yak. So you're right. Those letters suck.
1: (laughs) Yes, they do. So... Cool. Well, I think this is an interesting one to talk about. I, it gives people a little bit of an idea of how to, because our businesses are small for sure, and everybody that's listening that wants to start their own business, they're going to be our size, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later. So it's a good idea to kind of show them what we're what we're working with. So if you've got any value out of this video or learn a little bit about math or about um, letting go of vines, we crushed that part of it, mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe, rate, give us a five-star review. You don't have to, but... be a lot cooler if you did. All right, let's see if we make these. So if All you right, just, you go first. We'll, we'll switch it up to Time. get the camera I go first go. All right, we're, we, get, we throw go. our if you're listening we, and it, it's even still recording they may have cut this we throw our um, outlines into the trash can we need to have a trash can now we'll have to think of a name
0: for it I'm not left handed just want to preface that right, ready set but I got a for little. jabroni oh ready set oh we need a backboard that would help us All right, we, yeah. we it. wouldn't be over 4 today no over 4 <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode we hope you got some major value from our conversation If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd
1: like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes along with all our social media handles so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.